Hello, Divine Tribe. Welcome back to Planet Divinity, where we are growing, healing, and creating evolutionary change. I hope you guys are doing amazing. I hope you're having a great week and everything is working out for you. In today's episode, I do want to talk about self-love. I feel like this is an important topic and something that I feel like all of us are working on. It's never anything that's a complete thing. It's just something that you constantly give to yourself. But before we get into that, I do want to share a weekly affirmation with you guys. And this week's affirmation is, I am allowed to take time to myself to recharge my body and mind. This is so important, especially for self-care, right? You have to take time to prioritize that. You have to take time to make sure your mind, body, and spirit are all energy, not energy, (laughs) they're all like replenished and full of energy. You have to make sure that they are all balanced and you are doing things every single day to balance your mind, body, and spirit. So why is self-love important? You know, you see everybody online talking about love yourself, have self-respect for yourself. You know, you see it online, you see it on Instagram, you see it on TikTok. Everybody's trying to push love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Why is that so important? Well, from my personal experience, my personal experience, I I noticed that love is the basis of everything. And when we learn how to cultivate a relationship with ourselves, and we learn how to love ourselves and take care of ourselves, then that sets the foundation for all of our relationships in our lives. Self-love is literally the key to attracting one of the keys to attracting anything that you want in your life because if you love yourself then you are going to attract people that love you they admire all of the qualities about you they accept you even when you experience when even when you have flaws even when you experience setbacks and failures like they will still offer you that unconditional love because you love yourself unconditionally and This is something that I kind of struggled with throughout my life. When I was growing up, my parents were not the role models for self-love. I didn't know what self-love was. It was not taught to me. I was actually taught the opposite. I was taught to hate myself. I was taught to put myself down and be negative and be negative towards other people and take from others. Like Those are kind of like the core values that my parents instilled in me based off of their behaviors. And you know, that manifested as going out and seeking external validation. I'm sure many of you guys have heard my story of, you know, finding older men and having them take care of me and giving and having them give me a sense of power. I remember when I was around 12, 13 years old, I got into a relationship with a 19 year old. So I was like 13 and he was 19. And then we were together for almost three years And that sounds crazy for me to say. That sounds absolutely insane. A 12-year-old in a long-term committed relationship with an adult for three years. Just let let that sink. (laughs) Like, that is so traumatic for me now that I'm thinking about it. But I I had to grow up so fast. And I've learned a lot of lessons throughout that journey. But one of the things that I remember was whenever stuff would happen, whenever we would get into these arguments or, you know, he would say something to me or he would do something, then I took that out on myself. I took it as, oh, I'm not being a good girlfriend, quote unquote. I'm not a good person. 
I would give my power away to other people by allowing them to determine my self-worth. I, I looked myself in the mirror constantly whenever stuff like this would happen, and I would tell myself, I hate you. And that that's really, like, it's so emotional for me to bring up because, you know, I'm I'm looking at the place where I'm at right now, and I'm looking at how I've grown and evolved, and I can see now that I have so much more respect for myself, and it makes me sad to think that, you know, kids my age or even anybody, period, looks their self in the mirror and tells themselves, I hate you. You know, that's that's probably the worst thing that we could ever do to your, ourselves, and I did. So I allowed other people to determine my self-worth and how much I loved myself that day or, you know, how, how much energy I had that day. Like, my whole entire life was surrounded by other people. And this really does stem from what you were taught when you were younger. So if you were trying to love yourself or you're at a position where you have low self-worth or, you know, you have negative thoughts about yourself and others about the world, then really look at your parents. Look at how you were raised. Look at how they viewed the world. How did they view themselves? I know my mom, for example, she... Oh, where do I even begin with this woman? <laughs> like, she was just such, like, she, she's just such a negative ball of energy. And I, I'm not even saying that to try to put her down or shame her in any way. Like, of course, her parents had a contribution to that as well. But it's unfortunately something that she's never gotten out of. And you can, you can see the way that she talks to people, the way that she views herself, the way she, like, talks about herself. It's just not positive. Nothing positive ever comes out of her mouth. So just looking at me growing up in that environment, it's like, how can I expect myself to do any different? You know, how can I expect myself to show myself any type of compassion in that environment? I didn't even get it from my own parents, right? And I'm pretty sure most of you are resonating with that. Like, if if I had such a toxic childhood, if I had such a problematic experience with my parents or with my family like how do I step outside of that and how do I learn how to love myself and navigate self-love in a toxic environment like that's a really good question because I'm looking at myself and I'm like how did I do it <laughs> right like I didn't have a really good example for self-love I it wasn't really modeled to me and I kind of just I, I kind of had that wisdom even since I was a little kid just to like observe my environment and figure out Honestly, like, I, I I don't even say this to sound, like, condescending, but I feel like the, the knowledge was just always within me. And it's in you, too, of course. It's in you, too. But kind of the way that I've navigated and found a way to love myself when I didn't have a role model for it is to go out and look for that, you know? One thing that really helped me was spirituality. And... I've always felt drawn to it. That's why I'm saying like I always had that knowledge and that wisdom and that drive to like go out and seek better. I wanted to be better. And another way to incorporate self-love into your life is to look at your parents and, and figure out, do I want to end up like that? Do I want to model the behavior that they model on a daily basis? Like, do I want to be like that? And if the answer is no, figure out ways that you can be better. Figure out ways that you can give yourself love and compassion and kindness. Because that can be a, a whole like level of motivation right there. It's just just like I don't want to be like that, and that was probably another one of my motivations as well. Is like 
I looked at my parents and I'm like, I looked at the life that they had and I was like, I don't want anything like this. And so I tried to figure out ways, how can I be opposite from that? How can I, you know, actually follow my path? How can I love myself more? How can I, you know, just like exactly like I said, be the opposite of what I was taught growing up. And so, yeah, like spirituality really, really, really helped me with that. I got into it about like, I remember I was in CPS and um, I was living with my grandpa for like, I wasn't even living with him. Like I was, I was going over there because my mom didn't even want me over there. So I would like spend the nights there, but technically I was staying with my mom and I had this, uh, I don't know what she was to me, but she was my grandpa's niece. So I don't know what that makes her to me, but. (laughs) we're not gonna get into the whole family tree (laughs) um so basically she would offer to take me to like metaphysical shops and crystal shops and that was like such a good experience for me and I know around that time like witchcraft was uh, popular so I would like follow these YouTube channels that um did witchcraft but I later I found out that like that wasn't for me I was more of into like the law of attraction and you know stuff to do with the mind wasn't really into like the whole spiritual I mean not spiritual witchcraft thing like if you do that's completely fine like I I don't judge you I just don't um do any spells that's the only thing I won't do is like spells or any of that stuff but I do believe in like crystals I believe in incense sage like all of that stuff is perfectly fine with me I just don't feel comfortable doing the whole spell thing but besides the point she had taken me to all these metaphysical shops and I just felt an overwhelming sense of joy. I was like, oh my goodness, all of this stuff is so amazing. And you're telling me all of these rocks have energy and they can, and their different energies can help me manifest certain things in my life. And I was super interested. I had remembered that I got like a whole bunch of books and was trying to learn everything that I could because I was trying to use spells to get out of my house. I was trying, like now that I'm thinking about it, I can laugh but like I was so serious you guys like I was using all of the spells all of the witchcraft all of the manifestation the scripting I was doing all of that when I was like 15 I think I was doing all of this so that I, I can get out of my parents house I was like trying to manifest my way out of there I mean and I think it did work because I'm not there so manifestation works (laughs) so I just remember myself doing all these things and making all these like spell potion bottles and I remember just carrying all these crystals with me and being so engulfed in learning about spirituality that like I knew that it was something that I was meant to do I knew that it was something that I was called to do and throughout my life my relationship with spirituality has grown and evolved and I think it's so beautiful that we have a whole entire spiritual team that can help us and guide us and you'll be surprised like once you can get connected to that spiritual aspect you'll be led to certain things that you need to listen to certain people you need to talk to certain places you need to go to that will help you in your self-love journey or in any journey that you're trying to take it's going to help you tremendously getting connected spiritually is probably one of the greatest things that you can do and not even just like talking about spiritual guides or you know, God, whatever you choose to believe in, I'm talking about your spiritual self. Like, get connected to that aspect of you that is formless, timeless. Get connected to your soul. Because that's another way that you can experience a whole different amount of self-love, you guys. Like, once you 
realize your true essence, your true being, who you came on this planet to be, what you came to do, how you came to help assist the evolution of humanity, y'all, the amount of self-love and respect that you will have for yourself is insane. So I definitely recommend getting connected getting connected spiritually to anything that you believe in, even if it's not like crystals or tarot. It's honestly whatever makes you feel good. Go towards whatever makes you light up inside, whatever brings you joy. That's what you need to connect to. That's what you need to go towards because that is going to help you and assist you in your spiritual journey. It doesn't matter what you connect to. It matters if it brings you joy and it makes you feel good. Because I feel like there's a common stigma of like, you need to do a certain thing, you need to be a certain way or believe in a certain thing to manifest or to be able to get guidance. And that's not true at all. It's all based on what you believe. So if you believe that this is the uh, this is the thing that's going to help you with your manifestation, or if you believe that the, you're praying to your ancestors, it, it's all based on what you believe. So my encouragement is to get connected spiritually with yourself, with your essence, and as well as get connected to whatever you believe in, whatever that is. And so once you get connected and once you truly understand the spiritual thing, the spiritual side of things, it's easier to love yourself. It's easier to express that gratitude. And also look at not gratitude. Why did I say gratitude? Well, of course, gratitude is always great, but <laughs> that's not where I was trying to go. I was just going to say self-love. <laughs> Although gratitude is on a high frequency. So if you can be grateful for stuff, if you can truly find it in your heart to be happy with the things you have, then that raises your vibration. But that's another topic for another day. So I would say another thing to develop your self-love is to have a positive mindset. And this is, of course, easier said than done, but become self-aware. Become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking on a daily basis and evaluate. Be like, okay, is this thought going to bring me closer to self-love? Is this thought going to bring me closer to happiness? Is this going to bring me peace? And if the answer is no, then just let that thought pass by. Don't cling to your thoughts, you guys. We are not our thoughts. We are simply the observer of our thoughts. And once you connect, not connect, once you identify with your thoughts, then that means you are limited. Identifying with your thoughts is the main way that you can limit yourself. And so when you get a thought in your head that says, oh, I'm ugly, I'm never going to be anything, I'm stupid, I'm fat, when you get those things, question it. Get curious about it. Be like, where does this come from? Why do I feel this way? Start questioning your thoughts. Start stemming, like questioning it back to the root of where it came from. And once you get to the root of where the self-love issue came from, then you can work on rewiring that and replacing it with positive thoughts Well, being like, uh, I think I'm fat. Like if your uh, limiting belief or your negative belief is I'm fat and you, let's say you trace that back down to when I was younger, my mom always used to body shame me. So then I started developing the belief that I'm fat. Well, so now you know the root. Now you know the root of the problem and now you know why that you have the, that you have this belief. So when that belief pops up again, you'd be like, "Well, I actually like my body." Even if you don't believe it, start saying, "I love myself. I like my body. My body is beautiful. My body is my vessel. Thank you, body." Express gratitude for the vessel you've been given and replace it. Shift your perspective on it. And keep doing that. Consistency is key. 
you can't do something once and expect to be a pro at it. You have to consistently develop that relationship with yourself. And also remember that building this self-love relationship is never linear. It's never linear. There are times where I feel like I'm the baddest bee in the room. There's times where I'm like, yeah, I'm that girl. There's times where I have so much confidence. I'm full of so much self-love that I, I like I'm filling my cup. I'm so positive. You know, I'm, I'm complimenting other people. You know, things are things are going great for me. I'm feeling really good about myself and I'm just hyping myself up. Right. And then there's other times where I'm like, dang, I don't really feel that good today. Like I don't feel I don't feel that prettier. I don't feel that self-love today. And this is where self-love really comes in. It's about learning how to keep that relationship with yourself through the hard times. This is probably one of the biggest things that you can do to cultivate a relationship with yourself. It's showing yourself compassion and grace, even when you don't feel your best, even when you make mistakes. And I, and I don't even like to say mistakes. It's lessons. We never make mistakes in this earth. We never are doing wrong. We are always in the place that we need to be to learn the lessons that we need to learn. We are always at the right place at the right time. So I don't like saying mistakes. When I say mistakes, that's only so your your conscious mind can you know register that. But honestly, there is no mistakes on this earth. And so knowing that, you can extend yourself gratitude. You can extend yourself compassion and be like, I'm grateful for this experience. I'm grateful that I'm on this journey right now and I'm here where I am. And if you have a negative thought, if you are not feeling good, that's okay. We're not going to feel 100% happy all the time. We're not going to be, you know, we, we have, we're humans and we have so many complex emotions and they're, they're all going to flow at different times. And that's the thing. You need to let them flow. Don't let your emotions build up and please don't repress your emotions because that manifests as physical symptoms. You know, like when we show so much self-hatred and we show so much negativity to our bodies and our minds and we don't treat ourselves with respect and kindness, that manifests as physical symptoms because you're not listening to your emotions, which are your, um, your key to life is your emotions. It's listening to how you feel. It gives you wisdom. And so when, when we're not listening to that inner wisdom, that starts manifesting as physical. Okay, so you're not listening to me internally. So now I got to make you uncomfortable externally. So maybe you can listen to what I'm actually trying to tell you. That's the reason why, you know, so many people have like back problems. I know for me, um, sometimes when I'm like carrying too many burdens on my shoulders, my shoulders will feel like there's weights on them or you know, it, and it can even be as simple as that or as complex as cancer. Like cancer is a form of like deep regret, deep guilt, deep self-hatred. And, you know, not many people believe that. Not many people um, recognize that because they're just like, oh, this is happening to me. Like, I don't know how I got this illness. And they're going through a whole bunch of chemo treatments and trying to try, trying to beat the cancer, cure the cancer when the key is within them. I was just watching this documentary, The Secret. If you have not watched The Secret, please go watch The Secret. I will link it in the description below. Please go watch that. It's free on YouTube. I was literally watching this and this woman was talking about how she got diagnosed with cancer. And so when she got diagnosed with cancer, all she would think about and all she would tell herself is how healthy she was. And how, and how, uh, grateful that she was that she was so healthy and you know she didn't even the the concept of cancer didn't even 
come up in her mind. She was living her life as normal. She was happy. She was doing the things that she loved. And she was not concerned with the fact, she didn't identify with the fact that she had cancer. And it was gone within three months. Like, this is just the amazing powers of your mind. If your mind can make the illness, I mean, if your body can create the illness, your mind, why did I just say that? <laughs> I keep going to your mind. Your mind does have a huge factor in it, though. But if your body can create the illness, your body can also heal the illness. And I will always say this, like, um, because it, think about it. Disease, disease is dis-ease in the body. So if you're at dis-ease, then of course you're going to be more susceptible to negative stuff. But if you take a perfectly, like, a positive person, a person who's healing, a person who only lets in positive vibrations, how could any dis-ease enter their body, right? Without them like working on it and healing it, it's just nearly, it's impossible. You can't manifest a disease unless you are doing something that is negative or attracting that. And it may sound obscure to some people. Some people might, might be like, you're crazy. But if you really do your research, you will figure out that everything is connected. So if you're feeling bad inside, that's going to manifest as physical symptoms. And I say all of this to say, loving yourself not only puts you in a better mindset, but it also helps your physical health. Like, I remember whenever I was so insecure, like, I let people walk all over me. I, I had this terrible relationship that, you know, he would call me all sorts of names and just use me and during that like I gained a lot of weight like I I had I was working out it was either I was working out excessively or losing a lot of weight or I was binge eating and gaining a lot of weight and sometimes I would eat to the point where I would throw up or you know I wouldn't portion myself like I would just eat so much and I gained a lot of weight I was very insecure it made me more insecure I was unhealthy I didn't do any form of exercise I ate like crap and I'm pretty sure some of you can resonate like that's not a good feeling you know it makes us feel worse and so when you're not kind to yourself when you're not showing yourself that self-love it's also going to manifest as physical symptoms and I also do want to point out loving yourself is not all love light roses and positivity it's also holding yourself accountable to your bullshit you have to own up to your stuff and take responsibility for your life. Like I can't blame any of my relationships that have happened to me in the past. I can't blame that on them. I can't be like, yeah, he treated me so bad and it was all his fault and yada, yada, yada. because it wasn't, it was my fault too. It, it takes two to tango. And so you really have to take responsibility for where your life is right now. And you can't blame other people. Blaming other people is only going to bring more situations and more negativity to you. Once you take responsibility for your where your situation is right now, where your life is at, or where your head is at, then you have the power to make a different decision. You have the power to change. So, like, if you're, say you, like, all of, this stuff, all of this stuff that I brought up to you guys about my past, right? I was talking about my parents, how they didn't set a good example. I was talking about the relationship I was in with a pedophile. I was talking about my past relationships. All of those things are lessons. I'm not blaming those people. I'm not saying, well, never once did you hear me say, oh, it's my parents' fault. They're the way 
I am the way that I am because of them. I will never say that because I, I know that I have responsibility over my life. I know that the way that I was raised had an influence on my mindset and how I was, but that doesn't mean I'm a victim to it. It doesn't mean that that's, that's just how I am and I'll stay like that forever. No, now that I'm aware of that, now that I have that level of self-awareness, I can now take the steps to change. I can take the steps to be better and, I'm, and not blame them, actually forgive them. And if you do want to check out my episode on forgiveness, I would highly recommend that because that's another crucial step into learning how to love yourself. Because when you are holding revenge and grudges within you and you're you're trying to get get back at people for what they did to you, that's also not loving yourself. Because someone who loves themselves would be like, okay, I understand that, you know, I also played a part in attracting these situations to me. And I love myself enough to let this go. I love myself enough to not carry these burdens with me and carry this hatred or guilt or shame. I love myself enough to move past that. I love myself enough to be in this present moment right now. Like, you get what I'm saying? So blaming somebody else is never going to fix the situation, regardless of, you know, if it might feel good to your ego or, you know, you think it's going to bring you some type of, you know, closure. It's not. <laughs> like, it's just not. You're never going to get the satisfaction that you want from holding the blame for somebody else. Because then that also gives somebody else the power over your life. Because you're blaming them for the way that you are. So they have power over how you operate. You're giving, your, you're giving away your power by blaming other people for your situation. And that also includes the government, like extra, anything external from you, you cannot blame because we are the artists of our lives. You have the paintbrush in your hand and you can create whatever you want. So if you want to let your current circumstances be your story, fine, let it be your story. The universe will comply. But if you want to change and do something different and you want to step outside of the realms of your comfort zone, do that. And See how the universe works in your favor. See how the universe is like, yes, like I'm going to lead you to this. And, and a whole new level of doors will open up for you. Loving yourself is amazing. It's like I, I can't even describe the feeling of just loving yourself and being there for yourself and, and allowing yourself to just be, right? And not constantly badgering ourselves or you know, putting ourselves down for the things that we do or the way that we think we need to be or, you know, just shaming ourselves. Those are those are one of the main reasons why we can't manifest things. We can't, we feel like we're not good enough for things. Like self-love is probably the highest vibration that you can be on. Love attracts love. Love is so powerful, you guys. Like love can heal everything. So. You can take this love as well and show that to your shadow side. Show that to the negative qualities that you think you have. Show that to your fear. Like love overpowers all of that, you guys. Once you sit with your negative emotions, get uncomfortable and start to try, at least try to show love to the negative qualities or negative aspects that you think you have. Show compassion to that side of you. Don't reject it. Don't cast it in the shadows. That's why it's a shadow. Don't continue 
to keep your shadow in the shadows, right? So, like, light, light, no, 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 not light, darkness is only absence of light. So once you shed the light on the darkness, it doesn't, it's not darkness anymore. It becomes light. So do that with your shadow self. Do that with the qualities that you don't admire. And if you're starting, if you're just starting out and you're, you're just learning how to love yourself, congratulations. Like, I, I just want to, if you're listening to this and you're, and you've made it this far, like, congratulations, because you are on the next level to loving yourself. You are, you're already there. Like, you're already taking the steps. I would rather you sit here and listen to this and listen to me talking about self-love than just being completely unaware, right? I will always say awareness is half of the battle. You cannot fix something. You can't change something that you're not aware of because it's unconscious. You're, you're not going to be you're not going to be worried about it. So the fact that you're here right now and you're like, OK, maybe I need to work on the relationship with myself. Maybe I need to learn how to love myself. Congratulations. Like, I'm so proud of you and you are amazing. You're so beautiful. And I know that you're going to excel on your journey. And again, I will stress this again. It is never linear. You are not going to feel 100% all the time. And that's okay. That's where the self-love really kicks in because you're like, okay, I'm going to love myself through the dark times. I'm going to love myself despite me feeling this way. So don't be discouraged. Keep going. Persistency sits at the threshold of mastery. Persistency sits at the threshold of mastery, okay? Keep going. Keep pursuing, you know, your relationship with yourself. Keep trying to find yourself. You know, that's what, that's what another part of the reason why I think that we're here is that we're here to figure out who we are again, love ourselves again, come back home to ourselves. And like I was saying earlier, if you're just starting out on your self-love journey and you're becoming aware of the fact that, you know, maybe your thoughts aren't always positive or, you know, you have negative self-talk or you just put yourself down. I would say, I, I think the advice that I would have given myself back then was start small. So do little things like say one good thing to yourself today and then congratulate yourself for that. You know, start when you're becoming aware of your thoughts, don't judge. That's the that's the main way that's going to put you back into that negative negativity loop is if you judge the thoughts that you're having or if you judge the way that you are right now. Be where you are right now. Observe your thoughts and, you know, take note of them. So maybe just for five, ten minutes a day, sit down and be like, okay, what thoughts are like, just listen, listen to your mind. That's the main key to developing a relationship with yourself is you have to be with yourself. <laughs> I think a lot of people who are trying to find an escape or trying to find, you know, ways to um, cope with the fact that they don't feel good about themselves they they search for external things like i'm saying so or like i was doing and one of those ways is that they they fill themselves up with so many they surround themselves with so many people that they they can't hear their own thoughts or they're always going to parties or they're taking drugs and you know you can't really sit with yourself you can't be with yourself so the main way that you need to develop a relationship with yourself is you have to be with you like, you can't develop a relationship with another person by never talking to them, never acknowledging them. They wouldn't even exist, right? Like, you wouldn't have that solid relationship with yourself. So the first step is to 
one of the first steps is to sit with yourself. And this doesn't have to be drastic. Don't make any huge steps because that's that's what's going to lead you towards failure. And although failure is great, failure is a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, we fail and we learn lessons, but I want to prevent you from make learning another lesson that you don't need to learn, right? So if you can skip a lesson and, you know, just start out small, that's great. But don't get failure twisted though. Failure is amazing. Um so I would just say like don't jump from where you are now to like 10 steps ahead. So what do I mean by that? So let's say that your relationship with yourself is so terrible like you are just, you know, binge eating, you can't really you you have a a terrible relationship. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a good example in my head and I'm just like, girl, you're repeating yourself. <laughs> um so yeah, basically, you know what that looks like. You you have this relationship with yourself and it's not bad and, and it's bad. <laughs> and you negative you talk negative to yourself all the time. And you're trying to get from that point to always say say waking up and saying affirmations every day and spending all day every day with your mind and just you're you're taking 10 steps forward. And that's going to lead you to come back to where you are now because you're you're jumping the gun. And that's why so many people who make new year's resolutions don't follow through on them because they they don't have an actionable plan. You don't get there by just taking 10 steps. It's kind of like going to the gym. You don't get there by you don't get to the gym like the first day working out and then do like 10 exercises and do a whole full body workout. No, you're going to get drained. You're going to, you're not going to like it. You're going to get exhausted and you're not going to want to do it. And then you're going to fall back into the same patterns. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) Um, So yeah, make sure that you're taking baby steps. Um, Those baby steps are going to lead to huge outcomes versus you taking 10 baby steps all at the same time. And then not liking what you're doing and then going falling back into the same habits. Trust me, I've done that many of times and I want to save you that lesson. So start off with maybe like five minutes a day, sit with yourself, observe your thoughts, write down what you experienced and then move on. Continue about your day, go about your day. Or you can wake up one day, say one nice thing to yourself, point out one nice quality that you like or it it could be as simple as, oh, I like my outfit today. I like how my hair is today. Something that makes you feel good. Something that you can truly feel. Because the key is also feeling. Once you feel something, that's when you know that you start to believe it. And that's what starts to get reflected back to you. Your feelings are what is being expressed. Your feelings are the key to your... The feelings are the key to where you are in the present moment. Because your body is in the present moment. But your mind tends to be in the past or in the future. So if you can listen to your body, listen to your emotions, you will start to realize that you can you can kind of dictate where you are by just asking yourself, how am I feeling? Right? So it doesn't have to be your journey to self-love doesn't have to be a drastic thing. It could just be saying one thing to yourself, one nice thing to yourself and just extending that compassion and gratitude and Truly, 
I don't know, like just wanting to cultivate that relationship with yourself because that is the most important thing, really. Like we are all we have in this world. We are never going to get another human body like this. There is no one that is like you. There's no one that can do what you do. There's no one who can be who you are. And isn't that just amazing in itself? There is nobody on this earth that is like you. You possess your own unique qualities and gifts and talents, and nobody else has that but you. And then think about how many people in the world there are. There's millions and millions and millions of people, but yet no one is like you. And that can be another key to self-love is just realizing how unique you actually are. Nobody's fingerprints are like yours. There will never be another person on this earth ever that is like you well, or will even come close to it. So like, just think about that and really reflect on that. That can be another way of how you love yourself and how you attract, you know, good relationships and and actually get on the frequency of the things that you want to manifest. And this is not solely about just manifesting. This is just building a stable foundation for yourself. And another thing that you can do to start loving yourself is indulging in self-care practices. So you can take yourself out for dates. Like be, like imagine yourself, and this is going to sound kind of weird, like imagine yourself as the, like you, another person. So like, I, I don't know how to frame it, but like, you know, you get what I'm trying to say. So like imagine you and you're like treating yourself how you would want another person to treat you. Okay, yeah, that's. (laughs) so you're taking yourself out on dates you're treating yourself like how you would treat someone you really love treat yourself to going out to dinner maybe going out to the movies by yourself the key is to just spend time alone like see what your spirit is actually like what does your spirit loves to do i know my spirit loves to paint and i like traveling i like outdoorsy activities i just love being out in nature, like, one of my favorite things to do is just contemplate, like, sit out in nature and contemplate, I know in the summer, I would always, like, go and bring a little blanket, and I would sit out in the sun, and I would just sunbathe and think, and maybe put on some positive frequencies, like, that's my jam right there, or I can light some sage outside, like, that's what makes me feel at home within myself, that's what really connects me to my spirit, is expressing my creativity, or honestly, whenever I'm making content, like I feel good. I'm like, yes, I'm helping people. I love talking. Although I do need to figure out how to edit podcasts because me talking for like an hour straight is hurting my throat. You know, <laughs> like I just get, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like you guys try like, Seriously, sit down. I mean, I'm good at it. I can do it. Some people cannot do it. But like, I, after I record a podcast episode, I'm like, my mouth is dry. My nose gets like, does this weird thing and it gets stuffy, which you probably heard throughout the video. But it's like, why am I doing this? <laughs> um, But nonetheless, I love doing what I do. I love recording podcasts for you guys. I love sharing my advice and my knowledge that I do have and you know my experiences that's something that truly makes my spirit feel alive and makes my spirit happy 
So do some things that make your spirit happy. And you, if you don't know, start getting out of your comfort zone and figuring that shit out. Like start doing something you normally wouldn't do or maybe looking up online. You can even look up online and, you know, uh, what's it called? You can look up stuff online like hobbies that people do and see if maybe you're called to one of those. Like you'll be surprised what you're called to when you start looking. Seek and you shall find. So if you're seeking to love yourself, if you're seeking hobbies that, you know, make your spirit happy, then you're going to be led to the right things. I promise you. You're not going to be, you're not going to stay in the unknown forever. Although you probably should strive to be in the unknown all the time because that's, that's a whole nother conversation, but (laughs) you're not going to be clueless forever. You're not going to not know what you like to do forever. You just got to seek and you shall find. I promise you. And I was going to say something else, but I don't know if I forgot. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so another thing is surround yourself with people who model that behavior that you want to have. Surround yourself with good examples of people who love themselves. So I know for me, like for a long time, this was not people around me. This wasn't, I couldn't control what environment that I was in because I was a minor and you know, I didn't really have the funds to move out and I couldn't either. So if you're in that position, then I would recommend building an on- online community. That's one of the blessings that we have of the internet. We can literally form relationships and form with connections with people all over the world. And it's a gift and a curse, honestly. So start building a relationship with people online. Start looking up YouTube videos. I can link some people that I follow who I look up to and model that self-love and that behavior that I want to have, look up people who are doing better than you. And this is not to, you know, put you in some sort of jealousy. If you feel jealousy online or in social media and you you start comparing yourself, again, start getting curious about that. Start asking yourself why. Start seeing what the emotion that comes up has to tell you because every single emotion that arises within you has a story to tell. So what does your emotion at this time have to tell? What does your jealousy have to tell? Like, listen to it and continue to, you know, build that community. Still, don't let that hinder you from building connections online. Don't let that hinder you or stop you from doing what you want to do or doing things that are going to benefit you in the future, in the long run. So really build a sense of community and surround yourself with people who are at the level that you want to be at or even higher or like just it's going to give you so much inspiration like behind the jealousy and behind all of these like negative emotions is love. So the more you do it, the more that you're going to get acclimated to it and you're going to be like, wow, like these people are so inspiring and, you know, start to form different beliefs around the jealousy or around the comparisons like you don't. Like, it it can be a good thing. Having that jealousy and having that self-comparison is actually a tool that you can utilize because you're like, okay, well, I'm feeling jealousy. Like, how can I get to that point where they are? Or how can I do better? And you can actually use it as motivation to challenge yourself to be better, to see that it is possible for you. If it's possible for other people, it's possible for you. And, you know, strive to build that relationship with yourself every day wake up and at least have one goal in mind of how you're going to love yourself today how are you going to extend self-love and self-compassion 
and that gratitude towards yourself. And I would also recommend, I keep saying gratitude a lot, even when I don't mean to. So I feel like a lot of you guys need to be in some type of gratitude, doing some type of gratitude practice. So I recommend like getting up every day and kind of like writing in a journal what you're grateful for, including yourself. Be like, I am grateful for myself. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful for where I'm at now. And you'll be surprised at how you shift your perspective to abundance. That's also how you shift your perspective to an abundance mindset on how to, you know, uh, attract more things into your life. And also, I will be doing a podcast about how to manifest. I will probably do that next week. I did get a suggestion um, for someone. Someone did suggest me doing that. So I would be more than willing to show you guys or tell you guys what I know about manifesting. So I'm actually really excited about that because that's something that like piques my curiosity. It piques my interest. And, you know, I, I, for every single one of my podcast episodes, I write down a whole bunch of notes and I just kind of have that. I always do my research and I, I don't want to say that I'm full of knowledge and full of wisdom. I do know a lot of things and I do possess a lot of knowledge, but at the end of the day, I know nothing. <laughs> uh, Shakespeare once said, a wise man thinks he knows everything and a, wait, no. I forgot how that quote goes. I'm going to have to look it up. But it was like, a wise man really knows he knows nothing. And that's so true because if you really think about it, in the grand scheme of things, we don't really know anything. And knowing nothing is so beautiful because that motivates you to learn as much as you can. And that's what that's what quality I possess is like, I love to learn. I love reading books. I love going out and exploring what different things I can learn that day. How can I expand my mind? How can I grow? Because you don't grow if you never seek to learn new things. So before every single one of my podcast episodes, I make sure to write down some type of research. I write down notes. And I do have a lot of already prior knowledge to manifestation. So I'm so excited to share you guys, share that with you guys. But I hope you guys learned something from this episode. I hope you feel inspired to continue on your self-love journey. Or if you're not right now, I inspire you to start. And honestly, I wouldn't say that I would say that we're always on our self-love journey. It's just a matter of like where we're at. So if you're on that like lower level, if you feel like you are really negative to yourself or you're in that mindset, know that things are always growing and changing and that you can grow and change with the world. You can grow and change with the seasons. You know, I feel like winter is a season of introspection and it is coming up. A lot of people like to say, oh my gosh, winter is coming. I hate winter. Like I have to be inside all the time. And, you know, there's, everybody's just shitting on winter, right? <laughs> and winter's like, what did I do? <laughs> but I feel like why people don't like winter so much is because it is a time of introspection. During winter, we're not, we can't really go out as much. We can't do many things that we can in summer. So we have to sit with ourselves. We have to sit with our mind. We have to, you know, be around, we have to be around less people. We can't easily distract ourselves like we used to. And I feel like that's why so many people have like seasonal depression or they hate winter. And it's because we can't sit with ourselves. So please take the tips that I've given you in this video. Please, you know, utilize 
all of the knowledge and the information and make sure that you check out the description. Like if you're listening to my podcast, don't sleep on the description because I offer some really good tools in there. I do my research and I put down all of the stuff that I think that would be useful for this video and useful to utilize. So please utilize that. Please look at that because there's a whole bunch of resources that you can have and they've helped me. So I know that they're going to help you guys. Make sure to check that out. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope that you actually, it's going to be Sunday when I post this. So I hope you guys have a great new week starting Monday. And I hope that you grow, you flourish, you thrive, and you get everything you have ever wanted. And I will see you guys next Sunday at 7 p.m.